Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. They did. That's the voice of Keyshawn Johnson, those great Saints plays, courtesy of WWL. Welcome back to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We're coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. J. Will will be back tomorrow. Abley in his place. We're calling an audible. It only seems appropriate because Dan Graziano is an ESPN NFL insider, and he joins us. Uh, Dan, here to give the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Let's jump right into it. During the first hour of the program, Keyshawn was saying that Justin Herbert was his top quarterback coming out of the draft. Key, of course, was based on the West Coast for so many years, had a chance to see him at Oregon. I know you had a chance to speak to Coach Anthony Lynn before the season began, after they selected him at sixth overall, about his thoughts on Justin Herbert. First of all, it's good to say that now. See, I I, I told you. What what did I put on the show this morning? I said that, though. Then I said the first thing people, oh, he's saying that now. Three touchdown passes last night. (laughs) That was my guy. Yeah, no, look, he he wasn't supposed to be playing, right? I mean, Anthony Lynn, we all know, wanted to start Tyrod Taylor and wanted to keep doing that, give him a real chance. Circumstances forced Herbert in there, and then Herbert's play forced him to stay in there. So, uh, yeah, but I remember talking to Anthony before the season started, and he said, you know, they're trying to work with Herbert on getting up to speed uh, in terms of the, the the speed of the NFL game. They were using a 20-second play clock for his reps in practice as opposed to a 40-second mm-hmm. play clock because they just wanted him to get used to how fast things were going. But it, it seems like he's all right. Look, he's not obviously perfect. He's a young player. Uh, and some of the, you know, the, the overtime throws, I think we're behind a couple guys, right, or else maybe they get that first down. But you know, that, that's nitpicking with a guy that's had this kind of uh, this level of experience so far. And the, the talent is undeniable. That was the other thing that Anthony Lynn was saying. Like, look, he's he's six foot six. He can drop back and throw it a mile. He can run. I mean, they loved everything about him. They just didn't expect to be playing him this soon. And if they had to, I don't think they expected this level of performance. He, he's huge and he's more athletic yeah. than what people think that I did see him out at the Rose Bowl against Wisconsin, which is, you know, not the greatest athletes on defense, no, but he, he, he they, they can still play. He ran around pretty well he did. in terms of, you know, scoring touchdowns and doing some things with his feet. I think when you look at him, though, as I said earlier, people judged him, in my opinion, based on the Arizona State game on national television, up against Herm Edwards and Marvin Lewis and Antonio Pierce, the first time that he really saw that kind of NFL pedigree from a defensive standpoint, and he struggled. And so people took that and was like, well, I don't know. And then they start trying to pick holes in his game. Well, and that was their big game, right? They win that game, they might be in the playoff, right? Because they, 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 maybe, I don't know, how, but it, yeah. it looked like they might be headed that way. Uh, and so not coming up big in that game was a strike against him. The other thing was, and, and, and the other part of the conversation with Anthony Lynn that I had right before the season started, he said, look, the guy's an introvert, like, and that, that rubs some NFL people the wrong way. They, they, they think, oh, it means he's not a leader, he's not vocal enough. And Anthony said, look, I get it. Like my, he said, personally, he said, my son has that kind of personality, introverted personality, so I understand that it's not like that, that they do lead in their own way, that they have their own ability to kind of be assertive in their own way. So uh, it may be that he was in the right scenario. And also, Anthony said Tyrod Taylor's a little like that. So they're kind of together on that. They're in the same quarterback room. They're developing in the same system. They have similar skill sets, although, again, the ceiling with Herbert – Given, yeah. yeah, he's a six pick. You, you got to love the Pretty NFL, high. though, right? It's yeah, right. One, one minute they don't like his personality, yeah. But then personalities like mine, they can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like everybody says, like, does this, te- does this team draft well? Nobody yeah. drafts well. They're Stop. all just guessing. Let me ask you about another quarterback in Dak Prescott. Obviously, we all know about the injury, and the big thing is the contract situation. What do you do moving forward if you're the Cowboys in that contract? 
Yeah, that's the tricky thing. They're they're going to I mean, they they want to keep him. They're, they've been clear about that both publicly and privately. And they can franchise him again. But it's thirty seven point seven million on a on a shrinking salary cap. And they got big numbers for Ezekiel Elliott and Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence. So I think the the leverage kind of shifts back to Dak a little bit, because if they do want to keep him, they may have to do a deal uh, that's his deal in order to keep the 2021 cap number down to keep him around long term. So assuming the recovery goes smoothly, we've been told four to six months, that puts it right around the start of free agency, oddly enough. Assuming there aren't any major setbacks that cause them to wonder about the viability of his career, then the plan for the Cowboys is to try and bring him back on a long-term deal as it was this year. It didn't get it done. So we'll watch that. It's, they do have the franchise tag available to them if they want to keep him off the market next March, but it will be very difficult for them to fit that number under their cap, which means they might have more incentive even than he does at that point to do that. Deal. Is there, and I know, and I know our Chris Mortensen said he's going to be on the roster period. They, they're not moving on from him. And I believe the same thing, but is there any scenario that you could see that ends up, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, like at the end of Drew Brees' San Diego tenure where he had the shoulder injury and then he was allowed coming off a franchise tag to kind of go into free agency because they saw Philip Rivers was there and that was the quarterback. Is there any where the Cowboys say, we finish in the top five? We're going to pick one of these other guys. I guess it's possible. I mean, I was, the the reason they're not thinking that way is that's they're they're not expecting to finish in the top five. They still have high hopes. They think Andy Dalton can win them games, and they believe their division is winnable. To to be generous, um, it's a it's a division that may not take twelve or thirteen games to win it. So uh, yeah, I, I think that's unlikely. I think at this point, you know, Drew Brees was a shoulder injury yes. to his throwing shoulder, so there was some concern about you know how would that affect his performance long term. Obviously, the answer. Uh, was that it didn't, but uh, Dak is an ankle injury. If that heals, it's not going to necessarily affect his ability to throw. Maybe move around a little bit, but you know, we've seen other people come back from this injury, so I, I think their expectation is that he's going to be their quarterback. We obviously have another quarterback. This is like a quarterback day. Yeah, why not? In, in Matt Ryan in Atlanta, you saw what Arthur Blank said. He has big numbers coming up on the salary cap, 40, 40 million, then it drops down to about $29 million from there. What do they do if at 0-5 – and they fired the head coach and the general manager. Do they stay with that? Are they restructured? They move on from it? I mean, they all, they've already restructured it to the point where this year's cap hit is relatively low and next year's is huge. So if they cut him, they'd take a huge hit. If they trade him, they'd take a huge hit. But should they trade him this offseason, they take a hit on next year's cap. But if you're rebuilding anyway and you're drafting a quarterback, let's say you're picking in the top three, whatever, and you get, draft a quarterback who's going to play right away, you're saving money there. He's he's going to be tradable. The acquiring team would owe about seventy five million over the next three years. You talk what what a quarterback's cost now. That's not bad if the guy can still play. So he didn't get all hundred yet from from Arthur Blank. The hundred guaranteed that he signed. Oh yeah, no, that's all done. Now look, he's got five and a half million guaranteed coming next year. But that's all that that was what three three years ago. Twenty eighteen. Deal. So that's all paid out. And and yeah, he's fine. We don't have to worry about Matt. But if you're going to trade him. The other team would only be committing about $25 million a year for three years, which, again, on the current quarterback market is a pretty good price for a guy that can actually play and win you games. So I think there would be interest. The Falcons would have to be – they would have to decide, we're willing to take the big hit now to, to start our rebuild. They might have to make some other tough decisions on, on veterans that are on big numbers. And they would have to decide that they're going forward into the future with uh, a new quarterback that they're going to build around. So a lot's going to depend on – how they finish this year, 
who the new coach and GM are and what the plan is. But I don't think it's out of the question at all that Matt Ryan's on another team next since, year. Since we're on a quarterback carousel here, one more out west for you, Dan. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. was put to the bench against the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, Shanahan came out and said they did that to protect him. My eye said that prior to post-conference uh, with Shanahan. I felt, oh, they just protect him because he was really getting harassed. Yeah. Should they be worried about the future, the fans in San Francisco, about the future with Jimmy G? I think no more than they, they would have been already, right? So I think he's – they thought that the ankle was affecting him in that game, that, that the ability, inability to plant uh, and throw made his throws kind of sail a little bit. And so they, they want to make sure he's 100% healthy before they really put him back in there, and, and he apparently wasn't. So um, – in terms of Garoppolo, you talk about contracts. The 49ers are very good at doing contracts. They structure their contracts in such a way that they can always get out of them if they want to. Right? They don't have the guarantees don't kick in until April 1st of each year. So you can go through free agency and figure out if you can replace the guy. So that's true of Jimmy Garoppolo just as much as it's true of anybody else on their roster. So that's why we were talking about Tom Brady, remember, back in March to possibly going to, to San Francisco. So they have the ability to change up if they want to. Kyle Shanahan has said you know, they believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. He's the quarterback going forward. But the way that they build their roster, they're always able to change the plan if they want to. We will see what indeed happens. It'll be fascinating the rest of the way. QB concerns, key. Never bad to talk QB concerns. No, every team is fretting about whether they have the guy Some or not. good ones we're talking about, though. Mm-hmm. Right. Some Matt Ryan, can you imagine Arthur Blank, the most patient owner in sports, even saying that a year ago about Matt Ryan? All bets are off. It's 0-5, man. That's a tough place to be. No question. Dan, thanks for being here this morning. Really appreciate it. You got it. Keyshawn J. Wills, you've been presented by Progressive Insurance, offering coverage options as unique as your business. Progressive covers companies of many sizes and specialties. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. On the way, the Lakers Mount Rushmore. They have so many banners, so many statues, so many legends, even one logo, but only four can fit. Key will give you his. We want to hear yours. Key, J, and Z. And whether LeBron or AD deserves a spot on that list more. Dan had a quizzical look on his face for clear. He yet, right? That's just one year. But at the end of the day. I guess LeBron, too. Hmm. But how much time does he have left? That's yeah. the question. I don't know. Key, much J, as he and wants, Z. looks like. Five. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. From A to Z is brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Speaking of the Bay, Bay's on both sides of the country, but this Bay on the east, Tampa Bay goes up 2 on the ALCS on the Astros. 
after a win. Manny Margot, three-run blast. Tampa took the lead early in the first, and they never relinquished it. Fantastic performance. Cheaters. For the Rays. Not a lot of people are rooting for the Astros, but if you don't have a dog in the fight, it's hard to root against the Rays and their $28 million payroll. On the other side, Keys Dodgers lost their first game of the postseason to the Braves. The Braves remain undefeated in the playoffs. Eddie Perez was with us just a few minutes ago, our ESPN Major League Baseball analyst, and said the reason that they have been so great this postseason under manager Brian Snitker has been their outstanding pitching. And we just got to refocus, man. We'll be okay. Both series resume today. Remember, no off days, so the Dodgers can get right back at it, and so can the Astros to try to get back in the series. Both games can be heard on ESPN Radio. And Habib Namagamadoff say he's he is done with Conor McGregor. Remember that bout they had that spilled over into the crowd in Brooklyn, the insanity. In an exclusive interview with ESPN, Namagamadoff confirmed any reboot of an opportunity. With the Ultimate Fighter reality series in 2021 is off. It would have featured him and McGregor as opposing coaches. So maybe not seeing him in the octagon together. And you better believe Connor wanted revenge after that loss and everything that happened. But he doesn't want to have any association with the notorious MMA. Quote, I don't want to give him this. I never give him this. Even if they give me $5 billion. That's a lot of rubles. He's Russian. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that that's going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen. I think UFC is worth about four bill, but, you know, handing out five bill might not be great. Even if they gave me the UFC, I never do this. This is good attention for him. Nurmagomedov says he is done. And if indeed he's yeah, done, right. he gets one over on Connor. They Connor. gave me the UFC. <laughs> okay. Forever. Throughout the highs, throughout the lows, you stay even kill. Stay in the moment. What's left right now? Nothing. It's one to win for us. You got to be better in game six and close the series. Keynes goes to the rim once again, lays it up and in. Trying to win himself another ring. Oh, Rajon Rondo putting on a show. This game has completely gotten away from Miami. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. Organization want their respect. Laker Nation want their respect. And I want my damn respect, too. Oh, he got it, but then they're going to have to recalibrate and say some people are never going to give it to him, so maybe he will never get it. So, obviously, if there would be a Mount Rushmore of uh, the Miami Heat, LeBron would clearly be on it. Yeah. He'd be there with Flash, of course, and right some of the great players they've had. Cleveland, all four. <laughs> all four. Three and Brad Doherty streaking out onto the end. Uh, maybe Mark Price, somebody like that, if you're old enough for those four guys. But Key's point is well taken. He is essentially and was the Cleveland Caps. The Lakers are a little bit of a different situation because of their history. They're 17 championships. They're two different cities. The eras, the way they played, all the positions they've had dominant players at. So we're asking everyone this morning on the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin Nation, who is more likely to end up on the Lakers' Mount Rushmore? We're going to get Key's Mount Rushmore of guys that he's seen in a second, but this is an interesting addendum. Who is more likely to end up on the Lakers' Mount Rushmore when all is said and done in their careers, realizing one guy here is a little bit older and has more time to go than the other? LeBron near the end, or AD scarily entering his prime? 73% of you have said LeBron. However... At Buster underscore ESPN, our colleague Buster only, big Los Angeles guy, Los Angeles native, has followed the Dodgers, the Lakers, the L.A. sports scene as closely as Key has over, year, over the years. Just hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed and said, here is his Mount Rushmore, okay? Jerry West, Kareem, who will join us this morning, by the way, at 930 Eastern. Jerry West, Kareem, Magic, 
Kobe, and the definitive mention from Buster, the mountain is closed. So let's go one at a time. Those are his four. Let's get your four, and then we'll get to the callers on LeBron or AD. So what do you think of Buster's four? Jerry West, Kareem, Magic, Kobe, before we hear yours. You can't, you can't argue with that, right? But I would say I would look at it from the cap, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic, Kobe, and Shaq. And because all of them have multiple championships, right? I mean, it's just, and they were dominant when they were wearing Laker uniforms for a long period of time. Jerry West is the logo, but if I'm correct, Jerry got one. Yeah. He so made it a ton of times. He made but it, but only got one. But only got one. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's hard when you're that rich in history and talent in your organization. It's hard because you still leave guys off like Will Chamberlain and there's, you know, some people say Elgin Baylor and some people say Gil Goodrich. I didn't see any of them play. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know. I didn't see Jerry West play. I only saw highlights and video clips of him running around and things like that. But I also look at the history of the championships. And so he didn't, he didn't deliver enough for me to say that he's one of the four all-time great ones that put on the Laker uniform. He's one of the top 10 all-time great ones, but is he truly one of the top four all-time great ones? So Buster, Wes, Kareem, Magic, Kobe, and for Key, Kareem, Magic, Kobe, and Shaq. We want to hear from you on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And some people wouldn't put Shaq on there because how he left and departed the organization and him and Kobe had their... There, you know, tension. big brother, little brother arguments going on for a little bit there and a little tension. So some people be like, oh, man, Shaq could have got more out of it. He was lazy. You're going to get a little bit of that. It's almost like the AD situation where 73% says LeBron James because there's a lot of Laker fans that looks at AD right now as the second fiddle because LeBron is sucking up all the oxygen. But once LeBron departs, and like you said, AD has a young career. Yeah. And now when you're looking at it, he's already got one. He'll probably get another. I'm thinking he'll probably get one or two more before LeBron exits. Then at that point, you bring in another somewhat of another piece that's a stud to go with AD. And now you push that thing. AD might wind up having six, seven championships as a Laker. Wow. I mean, that that's a lot. I mean, that would be more than Kobe, obviously. That would be up there. With well, Magic. he's already got one. Right. And if you're betting that LeBron is going to get another one, Within the next two to three years, that's still five more though, Key. But he's still young, and if and if and if history serves is right, the Lakers have always stacked up and went out and got another big time player. That's just the recipe for the Lakers. They've right. always done that. Whether it was going to get Kareem from Milwaukee, or or drafting Magic, finding Worthy, bringing fast forward to figure out how to get Shaq, mm-hmm. you know how to draft Derek Fisher, Kobe from Charlotte. Kobe from Charlotte, uh, you know, Powell. I mean, however, they've always figured out how to get to. So hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. In fact, if you're not by a phone or if you're at work and just have the phone and want to sneak it, you could hit us up on the Twitter feed at KeyJNZ. Lakers yeah, not Yeah, just dip, dip down underneath the desk and whisper. <laughs> 
Whisper. Don't and, talk loud because I don't want to get you fired. And remember, there's probably nobody in six feet of any direction, so you have a little wiggle room to work with. Dr. Pepper, call in line 888-ESPN, 888-729-376, or on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed at KeyJ. And Z, you want to give us your Mount Rushmore? Great. You want to give us simply LeBron or AD who ends up on the Mount Rushmore? That's fine as well. When you think about it, though, is AD, the big question with AD is LeBron is an alpha to the max. But it's always been asked that once it becomes AD's team, and I'm not saying he can't mature here over the next few years or learn and soak up from LeBron when LeBron passes in the mantle as LeBron is publicly and openly hoping he is said to do. But is there any part of you that says... Does he have enough grit to be that? He has the ta- all the talent in the world, but is there something about having that moxie that right now we haven't seen from him? Well, when you, it's it's a, a killer instinct, and I think if you watch, you go back and you look at some of his playoff games, especially ones where it got real tight. Z he he found that grit in the games that it got real tight on. Mm-hmm. Other games, he's kind of lackadaisical, falling on the floor, makes you mad, taking long threes. But then there's the games where it's crunch time and A.D., for whatever reason, he finds that. His personality isn't – he doesn't have that that killer LeBron, Kobe, Jordan kind of magic with a smile, killer instinct mm-hmm. that people like to see and love to see from their guys. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. That's okay if, if, if he continue to – to continue to grow under LeBron and continue to develop those type of skills, then I think you're going to have a guy who could run off several championships, but he's gonna have, you're going to have to get somebody else with him. There's no question about it. Again, hit us up, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's head right to the phone lines. Charles in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? Morning. Morning. So, um... My uh, my Mount Rushmore is the same. It's it, it's it's got to be Magic, Kareem, Shaq, and uh, Shaq and Kobe. But I mean, there's definitely room for LeBron to fit in there. But I mean, he just he just has to bring more than one. I mean, that's exactly why we didn't put Jerry West on and we brought in Shaq is because you know Jerry West only has one. So LeBron, if he can bring in about two to three more before he's out, I mean, I definitely can consider him possibly over Shaq. Well, the longevity is the longevity as a Laker is key. Shaq was there for a number of years, and he won three championships. He could have very easily been there and won the other three or two that Kobe won with Powell. I mean, there's no question about that, but the relationship soured. When you look at LeBron, it's like, how much are we really, how many more years is he really going to give us? Is he going to give us five, and in that five, can he still be at the level or just a smidget below where he is right now where he averaged – 29 points? Can he can he dip down to that 25 and it still gives us what we're looking for over the next five years and possibly deliver another two championships? You use the word longevity, and that's where I want to go with Kenny in L.A., who is a Laker fan. Kenny, you're on ESPN Radio. Good morning, fellas. Uh, Keyshawn, your what neighbor up, man? in Tarzana. What's happening? So, um, I was nine years old, 1972. It was May. And I watched the Lakers beat the Knicks 114-100, to 100, a Sunday night game celebrated by opening up a root beer. <laughs> I saw Jerry West play mostly at the tail end of his career, but um, he played for the Lakers for 14 years, as I think you probably know. So I think that the Mount Rush, where you cannot have Shaq in there, 
Uh, I think he was with us for for eight years. And he certainly was fantastic from 2000 to 2002. But the four, number one, actually, I would go with Magic, number one, then Kareem, then Kobe, then Jerry. But you, you, you have to have, and he hates the nickname, Zeke from Cabin Creek in there. That is Jerry West's nickname since he was from West Virginia, the yeah, Zeke from Cabin Creek. I understand what he's saying. I appreciate the, the greatness of Jerry West for 14 years. I'm not saying he's not a Laker, and I'm not saying any of that. All I'm saying is in 14 years, there was only one championship where those other guys was championship after championship after championship and key figures in the championship. They wasn't just hanging out, waving towels. They was actually key figures in winning those championships. So – you know, in these type of conversations, you never can get them all right. No doubt. Last one, because you've been on hold and we want to get to this point, and this is something Key has mentioned before. Coach in Michigan, you're on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Coach. Hey, how, hey, hey, how you doing, man? Hey, Keyshawn, this is Coach Knox, man. I used to coach at Ganesha High School in Cali. I went to Crenshaw High. I met you on the uh, 707 circuit again. Okay. I used to be Roddy's Lake, Roddy's Lake and Coach. Okay. One of your best friends. Yes. So I'm from, I'm from Cali, and, and what I want you to do, First of all, you ain't doing a great job. I've known you since you was in elementary school. Like I said, you don't remember me, but if you go back to that 707 circuit, we've had some conversations. But what I want you to do, I don't want you to be shy. I don't want you to be basketball. You know the Lakers is going to win about six or seven more. AD going to get five more, and he's going to be out. He's going to retire young, so him and LeBron James can go on and do that movie thing, man. You know we getting ready to go down. Thank you, Coach. You do love calling people Coach, by the way, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every coach is – I call everybody Coach. Popsicle Coach. It's just whatever comes to my mind at that time. But, yeah, like I, it's not – it wouldn't be a surprise to see AD start to collect championships. It just wouldn't be a surprise. We'll see what happens. Keep them coming on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your Mount Rushmore, or if Kobe – can be replaced maybe by an AD or a LeBron. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Everybody's got their own, though. No, but Kobe, Kobe's not being replaced, <laughs> okay. so it's nothing to even talk about. Okay, fair enough. We'll, be, go be, we'll get back to your calls in 15 minutes if you want to tweet us in, Key J and Z, your Lakers' ultimate quartet, or if AD or LeBron eventually could crack in somewhere on that list, or more likely I, I to I know we so. got a break, but three people's never coming off. You <laughs> figured the three out. Okay, Kobe, Magic, Kareem. Never coming off. Okay, just saying. Just saying. Are the Saints still the favorite to make the Super Bowl after last night? We'll dig into that after SportsCenter. Fourth down and seven. Need midfield. Need the 50. He's got Mike Brown one down here at the bottom again. Pressure. It's Williams. And I think he's going to be short. Marshawn Lattimore might have saved the game and won it for New Orleans. Steve Levy, you are totally correct on Monday Night Football. I know most of you are listening on the radio, but if you have a chance to bust open the phone and watch the highlights on ESPN.com or on the ESPN app, the Chargers, man, maybe just inches away from keeping that drive going. Instead, the Saints in OT rally from 17 down and win it. Chargers have lost four in a row, and their heartbreaking string of losses continue. Justin Herbert, though, was absolutely terrific. The future looks bright, but after a 5-11 season, Anthony Lynn sits at 1-4 after yet another gut punch 
That's the only way Chargers fans can experience losses. Key with a little bit of a gut punch this morning. His Dodgers, the overwhelming favorite to win the World Series, losing game one of the National League Championship Series to Austin Riley and the Atlanta Braves. Riley left off their postseason roster a year ago, had a huge hit. Charlie Morton was huge on the mound to help Tampa take a 2-0 series lead over the Astros. No off days in the ALCS or NLCS. And... That means both series resume today. Both can be heard on ESPN Radio. The World Series starts next Tuesday. And the Dallas Cowboys executive vice president, Stephen Jones, Jerry's son, saying injured quarterback Dak Prescott is, quote, still our future. When asked if they could potentially go away from Dak this offseason, he said twice, quote, absolutely not. Absolutely not. As you well know, Prescott suffered that gruesome angle injury, four to six month recovery, set to be an unrestricted free agent after betting on himself and passing for more than $100 million the Cowboys had put his way. And Sports Center is brought to you by Sport Clips. Remember being at Sport Clips, waiting for that great MVP haircut experience. How about making that wait time even shorter? Now with on deck text alerts, get a 15 minute heads up when it's time to head in. And another text alert when you're next in line, Sport Clips. It is good to be a guy, and it was always good to have Jeff Saturday join us, ESPN NFL analyst. He joins us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Great Monday night game last night, Jeff. There's so many ways to go here, uh, but New Orleans appears to have it back on track. What do you think about what you've seen from them so far this season, the ebbs and flows? Yeah, I think last night you saw a, a team that was built around perseverance, right? Sean Payton, Drew Brees, like these guys, they, they they willed themselves to that win. And I think what you take away is the appreciation of the chemistry being built between Brees, <clears throat> excuse me, and Emmanuel Sanders, and Brees and Cook, and Brees and Kamara, right? While Michael Thomas, who had 149 catches last year, is sitting out for for, for suspension for, from Sean Payton, this team is continuing to get better around him. So when he does come back in the fold, this offense will get back to where it is supposed to be. And I think for me, the things I liked about it, even the interception that Breeze threw early in the game, that first half was ugly. At least he was pushing the ball down the field. I'll take it, right? I'll take that aggressiveness, even though you, you want that throw back. It wasn't a very good throw. But I like the mentality that they had in that game. And give the Chargers a ton of credit. They were, they were playing off. Breeze had to take what they gave them, but ultimately had just enough plays to win. Jeff, last night Ryan Clark said that he didn't believe that the New Orleans Saints, they are Super Bowl contender. I picked them at the beginning of the year to go to the Super Bowl, and I still believe that strongly that they will when they get Michael Thomas back. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not sure where RC came up with that, right? Like, you and I both know you got to win ugly games in the NFL. Last night was not them clicking on all cylinders. I completely understand that. And they have started slower than you would have anticipated. But this team, I was with you. I still think this is an NFC front runner because they do have so much chemistry together. And to your point, when you lose a Michael Thomas for the majority of your season so far, that, 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 that guy to your offense is the guy. 
guy, right? Like we always build it around quarterbacks. I understand that's just the way of the land. But the truth is what Michael Thomas gave you last year was MVP candidate, right? I mean, that's what you're missing. So when you bring him back, the best receiver in the game can't guard Mike, however you want to phrase it. This kid brings so much to that offense that I'm with you, man. I'm not sure how you write him off, that, that you don't play your best but still get a win. Uh, in my opinion, you have those throughout the season, right? The ebbs and flows. What would have been discouraging is if you don't find a way to win last night, right? Is that you let Herbert and them take that victory from you at home on a Monday night. But for whatever reason, I'm not going to dismiss any win. Like, you, those those things don't come cheap in the NFL. So I'm with you, Key, man. Like, I, I think, uh, you know, to, to write them off because of how they played or how pretty the win was, I disagree with RC on that. When you, when you look at it, Jeff, you've played with a lot of quarterbacks in your, your career in the NFL. Um, there's a young kid out west named Justin Herbert for the Chargers. He threw four touchdowns last night. You saw that. And it's surprising that he's doing these sort of things, especially after not knowing he was going to start in week two. But what he's given us so far, are we surprised at that at all? I'm I'm big time surprised. Look, I, I'm not going to be the guy who says, "Oh man, I knew it all along." I, I am I am really surprised. This was a guy who kind of what everybody said was wasn't the most accurate guy in college. Well, well, he's been everything accurate in the NFL. I mean, this guy has put the ball, you know, pinpoint week after week, and and he shows no. He doesn't wear his emotions on his sleeve. You know what I mean, Key? Like yeah. when he comes off the field, whether it's a touchdown or they just punted, like it's like he's just kind of going through the motions. Hey, no big deal. We're gonna make the, we're gonna make it happen next time. And the truth is, he's given his team whether it was against KC, Tampa Bay last night. He has given his team a chance to win all of those games against you know some of the greatest. KC is probably the best team in the NFL, and still giving them a shot, man. That's big time from a rookie. And to your point, a guy who didn't even know he was gonna play that week to come in and play that way. I give him a ton of credit, and I did not foresee it coming. Been very impressed by Herbert and the way he started his NFL career Jeff I hate to put you in this position but I have to because this is what we do your old team sitting at three and two (laughs) in Indy Phillip Rivers hasn't played great at all for 25 million bucks two picks last week against the Browns one a pick six what should they do should they think about maybe getting back to Brissett yeah, man. Listen, this this is this is not good. He has not played well. And to your point, um, you know, he's always been kind of a gunslinger, right? He's always had that. Even when we signed him, even when the Colts signed him, I said, listen, he he is a good quarterback, but he'll also give you two or three chances to hurt himself each week. And he's done that. And teams have taken advantage of it. I don't think Frank's going to move away from him. I think they will they will continue to to pursue it with Rivers and move forward. But, but at this point, especially after losing Mac early in the season to the Achilles yeah, and, and, and having a rookie back there with Taylor, it, th- this team is going to take some time to find its rhythm, and he has not helped that case, right? He has not played. And, and listen, Cleveland exposed them, right? They could rush four. They got pressure. Even rushing three sometimes got pressure. And you'll see him, like, post that arm key, you know what I mean? And, like, you can tell he's not feeling comfortable but still try to get the ball out to the outside. He does not have that arm strength anymore. And he's, he's, it's almost like he's a second behind. Even the good throws are a second behind. So need, definitely need better play out of Rivers uh, if the Colts want to go anywhere in this division in this conference. Yeah, on the flip side, if it doesn't end up working out, it is just a one-year deal. But as Key said, for $25 million. Jeff, thanks for joining us this morning. Woo. All right, Jeff. Appreciate it, fellas. You got it still on the way. Much more on the Lakers Mount Rushmore. If you're just joining us, simple. 
Who are the four all-time Lakers on your list? And who's more likely to eventually join the list? AD with plenty of years left, you would think, in purple and gold if he resigns. Or LeBron closer to the end than the beginning. That's next. Hit us up, 888-SAY-ESPN, or on the Twitter feed at KeyJNZ, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 8. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Yesterday morning, we discussed Denver Broncos head coach Vic Fangio's comments regarding players complaining about schedule changes due to the COVID-19 pandemic. We misinterpreted Fangio's comments and put it in the context that he was calling people who couldn't handle the pandemic the quote-unquote B-word. And because we misinterpreted Vic's comments, we made the decision to pull down our tweet on the subject. It's been a long 10 years, but the Los Angeles Lakers are NBA champions. And then in terms of the Lakers franchise and everything that they've gone through in the last 12 months, it's number one. So think about it. Collectively, the 12 or 13 they had on the roster win title number 17. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. J. will be back with us tomorrow. But we don't want to talk about the 12 or 13 on the roster that'll have a ring forever, that can call themselves a champion forever, or the starting five. We want to talk about the big four. I'll tell you about that in a second. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line, including one of the greatest Lakers and probably a guy on most people's, Mount Rushmore, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He'll most? Oh, he'll join us at 9.30 Eastern. You know what might be fun? We could actually get Kareem to give us his all-time Mount Rushmore at 9.30. He probably won't do it. Okay, just a thought. So if we can't get, as he likes to call him, the cap to do it, let's get you to do it. Essentially, a couple things we want to ask you. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-376, or on the Twitter feed at KeyJNZ. Who is your Lakers Mount Rushmore? And is it a better opportunity for AD to join it, knowing he's got many years to play? Or LeBron to join it, knowing the end is closer than the beginning. Anywhere you want to go. Let's start with Joe in Westchester. He's on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Joe, in New York. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. What's uh, happening? I think, I think you young guys don't really understand how great Jerry West was. Because, I mean, the Lakers are pretty much scrubs till they drafted him in his rookie season. They went from scrubs to being a contender in his first year as a rookie. And you have to keep in mind, 
he okay, Elgin Baylor came later, Will Chamberlain came later, but that Lakers team was going up against a juggernaut of a Boston Celtic team. Bill Russell, Casey Jones, Sam Jones, um uh Hondo Havlicek, uh what's it, Bob Cousy. So I mean championships is a great way way to measure greatness, but when you're going up against, you know, like a giant in the sport and he's one well, Chamberlain was very unpredictable because he was uh, a head case a lot. So I think you got to have Jerry West on there. I would have Jerry West, Jabbar, Magic, and Kobe. What do you think? I mean, it, you're going to get a lot of Jerry West arguments. There's no question about it. I just think for me, I value multiple championships and longevity. Uh, those guys that are on the four that I picked, they all had longevity in a Laker uniform. And they all won a number of championships. So Jerry Rest is not a wrong answer at all. But when you look at 14 years, and I understand he was going up against juggernauts in Boston and Bob Cousy and what was it? Hackercheck stole the ball yes. and all that. Yeah, I get all that. But for me, that just doesn't just doesn't work. You gotta work on your Johnny Most impression. But we got oh, a couple okay. hours well, yeah. to get it. Oh, by the way, I just want to give a Hackercheck stole the ball! Shout out to our last caller. He, we're young guys at 48 and 42. Hey, so that hey, was the hey, best hey, thing hey, he said hey, in the call. Don't give my age away. All right, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Jeff in Pennsylvania, you talked about multiple championships with the Lakers. Hmm, Jeff in Pennsylvania, you're on ESPN Radio. Good morning, guys. How are you? Hey. What's happening? First of all, I don't think LeBron even begins to be mentioned in this. He's already saying he wants his damn respect. He's got to prove himself. He he proved himself with the Heat and Cavs, yes. But he hasn't proved nothing for the Lakers. He won them a championship. Who cares? I think your top four is Will. Wait, hold on, man. What you mean, who care? One title. We all care in L.A. One title. We all care in L.A. <laughs> you care in L.A., Key, but that's great. But for us East Coast guys, we don't give a damn. <laughs> um, because <laughs> because it's, it's always about the Lakers. It's it's no matter what it is, it's always about the Lakers. Who's the best? But to me, it's got to be Will, Kareem, Kobe, and Magic. And I'll tell you why I want Will in there because Will set the tone for Kareem to come in and be the big man that he was. Great stuff from Jeff. And also, I'm not old enough for Will, but it does seem strange, and maybe this is just the greatness of the Lakers. When Wilt is left off of any list of any superlative, it is kind of strange when you think you about don't. It. When you, but the funny thing too is. You don't really necessarily hear a lot of Wilt talk, right? No. You just don't. It's always Magic, Kobe, Kareem, Magic, Kobe, Kareem, and Shaq. You just never really. But if you open it up league-wide, Wilt tends to be in those conversations of all-time greatness. Yeah, right? I think, I think at, at, to a degree. I think to a degree. All right, so here's the question we asked you for your Mount Rushmore. The secondary question, LeBron or AD, what would they need to do to get on it? Obviously, AD seems to have more of an opportunity, a longer runway, if you will, being far younger, about eight years younger. So just give me the parameters. Um, what would LeBron need to do to somehow crack your four, and what would AD need to do? So what are the parameters? Hey, hey, uh, LeBron, first of all, he's got to win several more championships at, at, at what we would deem his prime for the Lakers right now. He can't win a championship in his sixth year in a Laker uniform when he's playing 18 minutes a game and he gets a chance. No. He's not going to no. stick around for that. Though, no, but I'm just okay. saying it can't be one of those. It's got to be finals next year, lose. Finals the next year, win. Finals the next year, win. Now you start talking about, okay, he's still the 1A. When he drops down to outside that 1A category, it's not – 
he's got about five years to try to build a case. I don't know that he'll do it. I don't know that he'll do it because he won't be in a Laker uniform long enough, and I don't know that he'll win three championships in the next five years. Is there anything to – you're a Laker fan. I'm looking at this as but, a sports fan. But AD, on the other hand, Z, because of where he's at age-wise, and eventually he'll take over and will bring somebody in to help him, he can win two with LeBron and maybe pick up another three or four with somebody else. Real quick, I want to get to everybody on the Twitter feed. Let me do this first, and then I'll ask you. We're asking the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin Nation, who's more likely to end up on the Mount Rushmore, LeBron or AD? 77% of you have said the king. However, Alan Hahn, who's the host of Barton Hahn on our flagship station, 98.7 ESPN in New York, longtime Knicks writer, NBA savant. Poor guy. Just hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. He needs hazard pay covering the Knicks for that many years. Ask him some Dolan stories. Quote, if LeBron can get multiple titles, he's the obvious answer. Then the real question is, who does he knock out? Jerry West, the logo and also the architect of another title era. That is Alan's opinion. We want to hear yours at Key J N Z. Is there something about LeBron pulled him out of the 10-year rut? Is there something anecdotal there about he got them over the top again that gets some credit? Yeah, you get you get some credit, but small credit, right? You're, you're a professor, Zubin. You only get a small amount of extra credit. You've got to continue to keep working at it. And, and LeBron will be the first to tell you that, that we appreciate the championship. We appreciate the 10-year drought. We appreciate all of that. But one, gets you into, oh, we like him as a Laker. Two, gets you, he's a Laker. Three, gets you something different. Three is the magic number. Hit us up at Key J and Z. We'll be monitoring the feed all program long. We are mentioned by Progressive Insurance. On the way, of course, LeBron has become an L.A. legend. So is A.D. Is another young one on the way in the City of Angels, a guy you might not expect. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.